Today's New Testament reading is from 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours, Grace to you, and peace, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you, because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in Him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless, in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. What I mean is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified." a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Corey Aker, In a culture where even our divisions have divisions, Paul's words to the Corinthians may appear as impossible to you as they did to those who first heard them. 
Over the course of time, we've divided ourselves into neat boxes, handy categories. Either you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. You're either straight or gay. You're conservative or you're liberal. You're pro-life or you're pro-choice. You're either completely for the president and his policies or you're completely opposed to them. Nice little convenient divisions, wouldn't you say? And that's just our politics. Now consider the church. The place where Paul's words in 1 Corinthians should ring through most clearly. Yet they don't seem to. Often, it isn't the word of God alone that governs our lives, or even our theology. We frequently believe ourselves wise enough to add to or take away from his word. Or perhaps we think we're able to climb into the mind of the Lord and ascertain what he really means by what he says in his word. We are a divided people, and that's no good. The Lord would have us unified. Is Christ divided? Does he say one thing and do another? Does he categorize everyone into nifty little packages and set us aside until he has use for us? No way. The only division Jesus is okay with is the division between the sheep and the goats, between the redeemed and those who have rejected him. You are either for Jesus or you are against him. This division cuts to the heart of the matter. Those who are in Christ are united. Christ has banded us together from all times and all places, a ragtag group of sinners made right by the power of his shed blood. And it's in that very blood we are given unity. In the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, we become one. Just as Jesus is one with his Father, and we all are one with Jesus, so he makes us one together in his name. Now, unity is not agreeing to disagree. Unity is Christ bringing us together in his word and his sacraments. Unity is not lording superior knowledge over others. Unity is Christ giving us a daily dose of his goodness and grace. Unity is not coexistence. Unity is Christ alone forgiving us all our sins for the sake of his sacrifice on the cross. Unity is not quietly holding grudges. Unity is brothers and sisters in Christ, shoulder to shoulder at the altar, receiving the goods as only Jesus can provide. That there would be no divisions among you. That these words would not be foreign to our ears. That we would strive toward unity in the truth revealed to us by God's own words. That all disputes, especially those in the church, would be seen in the light of his word. That we would not believe ourselves superior to this all-powerful word. That we would submit to the authority of our Lord. That all brokenness and disunity 
would be healed and restored by Jesus. That Jesus alone would rule our hearts and minds. That he would be at the heart of all our thoughts, words, and actions. Oh, that he would bring about his perfect unity among us. Even in the midst of a culture that has lost all desire for unity, Christ and his church shines brightly as he creates and keeps us unified in him. May we be of one mind, Christ's mind. Amen.